Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. We're not 12. You're 12. Wait, when did The Office premiere? I'm 14. When did The Office premiere? I don't know, but before Doc and I actually started really Yo, recording, I tried on, to wait. do an acapella version of the theme wait. song. Did Calvin just say they were 14? What? Calvin, how old are you? I'm 14. Oh my god. I thought you were 15. No, I'm just insanely tall and have a somewhat deep voice. Dog, that's you are wild. small compared to me! Today you're tall for a 14 year old. Yes, today we have another Zoomer review. Are you, oh, you're recording now? That's yes. And uh, the reason that we you're wanted to, that I wanted to call our correspondent here, Kellen, is because. Hold on, can I say something real quick? Kellen. Your TikToks are yes. wild as shit, yo. <laughs> yes. Every time I log on to TikTok and I see one of your TikToks, I just be it's like, always the first thing that we yo, see too. I'm like, yo, because you're Alex like Spitfire videos has now. Way too much time on their hands. <laughs> like, That's like every single person I know who's like, every time I open TikTok, you're the first thing I see on my for you page, and I'm just like. I'm officially a niche internet micro-celebrity. Hey, shout out. Look, we are not worthy. We trying to get like you. We are not worthy. <laughs> we wanted to bring our Zuber correspondent, Kellen, on because you told me about a conversation that you had with your son, Desmond, when you showed him the video for Power Thirst. Oh, yeah, so out of shits and giggles, I showed Desmond the video for Power Thirst just because I wanted to see how he would react to that shit. Des right? is nine. He's nine, right? So okay. technically he's a Zoomer, right? Like he's on the tail end of Zoomer, right? I don't know what the generation after him is, I think it's Gen Alpha that starts in 2015. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, Des was Wait. Des was 2012. Yeah. So the the okay, year so the yeah, tail end. yeah the year the world was supposed to end. I decided Cor to have a child. Coronials. <laughs> that's the generation after. Ah, uh, that's gonna suck to have their generation be marked by coronavirus. <laughs> anyway, so uh, how does it feel writing papers about what it was like during lockdown? kind of sucky because on one end on one hand it's like oh you know i'm an introvert and stuff so it's not like oh my god i hate being away from people all all the time and stuff you know on one hand on the other hand i've been really depressed over the past year or two hey so, me too you know, hey. on one hand you don't want to be a, on one hand i don't want to write like a paper that's just me being like i hate myself i hate everything going on around me 
person also <laughs> lie. I'm sorry. You need to read some F. Yo. Scott Fitzgerald. Hey. <laughs> I love F. Scott Fitzgerald, Jill. I just Tell me he didn't low-key hate himself the entire time. Yo, I just got done reading The Beautiful and the Damned, which if you want to read a story about, like, rich 20-something socialites that spend their time drinking and partying and then end up like, oh my god, where did my life go? Great book to read, right? <laughs> but read that after The Great Gatsby, which is basically the, the same, same thing. thing. That's what he wrote it. So if you want it, so F. Scott Fitzgerald was writing like Gossip Girl stories before there was a Gossip Girl, right? Like, but with more substance. I, I actually really wanted to watch The Great Gatsby, the one with uh, Leo, with yeah. it, because it's on HBO Max. Yep. And yeah, I just finished The Suicide Squad, so I need another. Hey, what'd you think about this shit? King Shark is officially the best character in the entire DC universe, and I refuse to be debated on that. One. Two, I like James Gunn. This is very much so a James Gunn movie. But in the sense that, like, other directors, you, like, if you look at them and you're like, oh, this is very much a blank movie, like, I think the only other, the other person I really draw that with is Edgar Wright, because, you know, Tarantino and Guy Ritchie for me. It was very distinctly him, but it was also, like, a fun movie. But it also was... It also was able to balance in some like emotions and some heart while not also being overly depressing. John Cena as Peacemaker was amazing, especially right. in the tail end. Uh, this is a spoiler free review. Uh, I have a six month policy uh, that I don't spoil things until six months after they're out. You're generous. Six months? We go with the week rule. You're dude. generous, yo. No, I'll give you. Okay, six so for like. Because that, that's what, how long it takes people to write long, elaborate video essays breaking down the entire movie. Time out, time out. I'm a mass comm major. No, it doesn't take that long. It takes like one I... night, a lot of Adderall, coffee, and maybe one or two friends. This feels like the ending of, which episode of BoJack Horseman was that? This feels like Downer ending when he has to like write a book. So he gets absurdly high with Todd and Sarah Lynn and goes on a bad trip and just writes nonsense, like literal nonsense. Bojack Horseman is one of the most depressing cartoons I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yep. It is so funny, but it is so depressing. I heard somewhere that Will Arnett said that he took the role of Lego Batman after Bojack Horseman because he needed something to do. (laughs) (laughs) That was uplifting? Bojack Horseman broke him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I could totally see how that would fucking break you, yo. I found out, by the way, that Jason Bateman and Will Arnett have a podcast with some other dude, and they kind of just bring on random people, and Will Arnett and Jason Bateman have no idea who they're going to be interviewing. That's what's up. And uh, the episode I started with was LeBron James, so... So, did you get a chance to check out Zig's internet playlist hall of fame so yes this is where we were going we had you had des watch power thirst yes because power thirst is what you and i put in like the canonical old school og internet hall of fame yeah like these are references that you can make to anyone in our demographic. It's one of the videos that plays in the background when you're getting jumped into like internet culture, like as you're getting like, you know, stomped in by like the 19... Screw the rules, I have money. Gatekeepers, yeah. It's one of the videos... Look at my horse, my horse is amazing! (laughs) I've seen a non-zero amount of these videos like a million times because, yeah, 
you know, a lot of, like, here we go, I'm actually channeling the Zoomer thing, but, like, a lot of Zoomers would got, like, when they were initially, if you were initially exposed to the internet, this is, like, the stuff you would have seen. I feel like there's also, I feel like the one thing that I feel like should be in there, but I don't know if it could be, is anything relating to, like, Hood Mario or Hood Spongebob. But I right. think there's very much Oh, yo! <laughs> okay, so, like, How I did had... I forget about those? Broken Zig, let's go. Right, okay, so I hadn't gotten into this with him yet, but he definitely forgot, like, I'm the juggernaut bitch and, like, Oh, shit I like definitely... That. All right, so, he... I remember those videos now that you're mentioning them. <laughs> <laughs> shit like that I, which I feel like may be cultural right like there are some videos that are just cultural <laughs> alright I also want to get Kellen's opinion on our fucking playlist for the wedding I feel like Kellen listen to this episode when it comes out and you will hear the wedding playlist okay so there was a twitter thing where it was like 10 billion dollars for the top five songs that can get the most people dancing. When this episode drops, you tell me who you think had the winning playlist. One of them he picked was Macarena. Just let that sink in. The objective was to get the most people dancing. Macarena. Yeah. Macarena as a song? No. But as a, a thing to get people dancing at a wedding, due to the fact that it's like, it's simple. It's repetitive. It's easy. It's up there with like, I feel like I'm gonna start guessing songs that are probably compared to the wobble. The wobble comes with directions. That's true. <laughs> so does what the match. How, how are we gonna forget the cha cha slide though? That's objectively the best. Like in my opinion. Damn, that I don't think either one of us know the cha cha uh, slide. Song I know the cha cha slide. Dancing solely because one detail. It's the wobble, the cupid shuffle, and the cha cha slide. Backbeat. How are you gonna diss the cha-cha slide? I don't, okay, so. This is cha-cha slide slander, can't stand for this. The, the whole twist was, Zig had to DJ for a black wedding and I had to DJ for a white wedding. What a twist. Oh. <laughs> and that's why I was like, Macarena, really? At a white wedding? Are you fucking kidding me, son? After 24 karat magic, we're gonna do this again. We're gonna do this again. After 24 karat magic. It isn't even the worst Bruno Mars song. <laughs> it isn't even his most annoying. Thank you. I kind of like Bruno Mars. Thank you. I, I don't like Bruno, but I kind of like Bruno Mars. <laughs> okay, here's, hold on. Hold on, here's my playlist for for his delegation's wedding. Mm. September. Let him listen to it. Let him listen to it so I get into the Zoom review. All that's going to get picked up on mic. You jackass. <laughs> Hey, I'm the one that edits these episodes. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> have fun. September is a strong start. <laughs> I'll give you that. We're over, over a year. Start. Start. We're over a year into the relationship. This is where the tension starts. It to was happen. a solid start. <laughs> so. It always starts with music. It's always starts with music. <laughs> By the way, there's so there's there's three main reasons that bands break up. The singer is an asshole, drugs, or plane crashes. I was gonna say, isn't the singer- Why plane crashes? Why? Why? Buddy Holly, Leonard Skinner, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Aaliyah. Aaliyah was a car accident. 
No, Aaliyah was a plane Let's crash. Let's die was a car accident. Mm, yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it sounds right. How much wilder do you think it would have been if Tupac died in a plane crash versus in a drive-by shooting? Now, how much more wild do you think it is that Travis Barker survived a plane crash? Oh, well, that's what I was, like, thinking when I thought... By the way, I heard that he flew on a plane for the first time since this week. Yeah, I saw that. That was on my, that was my Twitter trends. Where there we go. We being topical and shit. Hey. Yes. I and I was like, I didn't know this. I'm surprised he hadn't gone on it sooner. I mean, he's engaged to one of the Kardashians, so... Yeah, have fun with that. Have fun with that. That's wild to me. That's even wilder to me than this fucking playlist that Zig sent to you. Right? Okay, so let's actually get into this playlist. So, some videos on this for our listeners. My horse is amazing. Candy Mountain. Llamas with hats. Llamas with hats is literally one of my top something videos ever. The duck with the lemonade stand who just wants to know if you have any grapes. Happy tree friends. Happy tree friends is classic like gore porn like for people who are really like. It's the birth of furries. There's a very distinct pipeline to being a gore furry that starts with happy tree friends. (laughs) Actually, this pipeline leads two places. You become a furry obsessed with gore where you become just obsessed with gore and you start watching weird, obscure French movies where people eat raw flesh. What the fuck is going on with your generation? Yo, have you ever seen Martyrs? <laughs> I've never seen Martyrs. I'm Catholic, so I kind of get it. I've seen, I remember watching this one video by uh, Wendigoon. Shout out Wendigoon. Hey, shout out to Wendigoon, though. Yeah, shout out to Wendigoon. But, like, I, he did a video about disturbing movies playlist about a like disturbing movies iceberg and it was somewhere near the top but i remember hearing it and i've seen like people being like this movie is disturbing it was pretty fucking wild right like i found it uh scrubbing like free internet movie sites back in like 2009 before there was netflix and shit like that and you had to get all your movies from like janky uh you know share sites and shit like that I still get one from Janky Shirt. Like, you buy a DVD or a Blu-ray, and then they're they're like, you want to watch this movie on digital? You you, you can go redeem it at whatever the name of the... There was was some name of a thing. I feel like if I ran downstairs and grabbed the DVD right now, I'd be able to find the website. Like, that was published in the last, like, before 2015, after, I'd say, 2005, maybe. Okay, so let's go... I'm going to drop some of these other classic videos that our listeners... And our generation will certainly reckon, recognize the ultimate showdown, end of Z World, the Badger song, Badger. the Badger song, strong bad emails, Homestar Runner. Dude, if you remember Homestar Runner, then you were on the internet like back in the days of dial. Leroy Jenkins, Leroy Jenkins, Salad Fingers. Uh, Salad Fingers is so creepy. It it disturbs me to this day. Don't, wait, okay, it so disturbs me. Banky, do you have no hug me? I don't remember. Do you have no hug me? I'm scared. Because if you, if we're talking about Salad Fingers, we should also talk about like the other series of like disturbing media that came from the exact same time. Don't help me. I'm scared. Always confuse the shit out of me. 
I never understood like what exactly was going on and I think I guess that was like part of it right like none of it was supposed to make sense it was I don't know I'm like I, I kind of rank I have it in like the category of like weird indie things that confuse you and they aren't specifically made as like you know some sort of inception twist bullshit more so as a like vaguely confusing thing that is very easy to theorize about I mean that's why what's his name Mad Pat and I think he he's done some amount of videos on Don't Hug Me I'm Scared I believe so I don't know it's been a while since I've like watched the specific videos about that but I know they exist I know they're out there alright so a couple of these other classic internet videos we had Chocolate Rain on here we had the He-Man for non-blondes video, and I said, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then we had the uh, first ringtone rap, major ringtone rap song, the music video for Crank That Soldier Boy. Damn. The first one billion view video, which is Psy Gangnam Style. Was that the first one? That was billion the first view one video? billion view video on YouTube. That's... And uh, of course, the legendary Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, the first abridged series. This list feels very personal to Zig. If you know Zig to any degree, you know this man is obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh. Not like obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh, but like. Not, not obsessed with you. <laughs> but I am not ashamed of how important of a part that was in my life, and I also acknowledge how fucking absurd the game is. The card. It's like zombie something as tokens for the Seku card deck. Sekuar, Sekar. Yep. How is it? Sekuar. You're writing a novel about it. How the hell is it pronounced? Sekuar. Well, it's it's Sekuar. So like Sekuar. Sequar. Yeah. So, I mean, they're foil, too. I think you were, I remember you saying once that you were on a hunt for them. I mean, that deck's worth more than my car now at this point, I think, so. Sheesh. Uh, I believe it. And you know what I the thing is, is I didn't spend that much. It's all just from I shit. I, I don't know how accurate it is, but, like, I've seen cards that go for less. I bought a lot of these cards before they shot up in price, like, early pandemic. So that's the main reason my deck is worth so much at this point. I feel like the pandemic is the thing that actually, like, partly drove prices for everything up. Because think about it. I mean... It is. It is. Commander Commander just became so big, and everybody was so obsessed with Commander that, like, you know, all of the cards and staples for it just went way the hell up. But, yeah. All right, bringing it back. So... How familiar were you with these videos on this playlist? I, after that, I remember, I immediately, some of them jumped out to me. Like the Badger song immediately jumped out to me. Llamas with Hats immediately recognized. I immediately recognized. It's like, oh! I had like watched it and then I had started referencing it and then I started subconsciously referencing it and then everyone in my family started subconsciously referencing referencing it. Damn, damn. It was that impactful, right? Like, it was like, once you brought it up again, everybody was like, oh, yeah. Roll that kills, people. So I stabbed him 37 times in the chest. Why is there a dead human in our house? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, one of the ones I forgot to mention was Red vs. Blue. Have you ever watched Red vs. Oh, yeah. Blue before? I watched Red vs. Blue because this one guy who I don't talk to anymore, but he was like, you you got to watch it. And then I watched some amount of it and I was just like, okay. Because <laughs> like, I've seen it that it's like a big part of internet culture since it has like Halo people. And, I think that's the generational thing. We all played Halo 2. Yeah. Like, the first two Halos, everybody played. I think... So, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Kellen, is what do you think gave these videos their staying power versus some of the other videos that we've seen on the Or, do some of these videos even have staying, staying power? power? Right. Right. Like, I looked at Unforgivable again, and I'm like, this does not hold up, except for that, like, real quick frame. I look. Okay, so. <laughs> huh. That is, okay, so I think the biggest thing overall is that, one, a lot of times these things are, like, fairly simple. So, one, and, okay, one, they're not topical. I feel like that's a big thing when you're looking at stuff that ages. Uh, I watched somewhat on topic i watched this guy drew Bennett, who made a bunch of vines which is like vines is a whole nother can of worms that i feel like some amount of that plays into this seven seconds or less he does videos on youtube and he was doing this video of where he watched one episode of snl from every season i've seen that video it's a good video yeah good ass video kind of drew good but he did talk about how one of the biggest things that ages is um, topical references, like to very specific news stories of like, you know, story of the week or whatever George W. Bush did or whatever. Yeah, and like, yeah. that's the biggest issue when you're going back and looking at these old episodes. It's not, it's pretty much more, more so the way that you can make something eternal is by not like making it very specifically drawn to its time, but also, but like very specifically drawn to its time in the sense that it was if it would only work on the very specific day that it was made, like you would only be able to see it once when it first came out and you'd be like, okay, this is funny. Okay, I have a follow-up on this one. Immediately it's not. I have a follow-up on this one. So when Doc showed Dez Power Thirst, Dez was just like confused and didn't really know how to respect. He didn't laugh or anything. He didn't quite get it, but I also think that it was part of his age. But go ahead and say what you were going to say. These videos, we definitely laugh at these videos for different reasons than we we laugh at, like, modern TikToks and shit like that. I think TikToks are in the same vein as Vines, but I mean, like... I'm talking about these old YouTube videos. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's because they are tied to the randomness that was internet culture in the beginning, right? Like, And our whole generation having undiagnosed ADHD? And, well, YouTube didn't have the same purpose it did that it does now, right? Like, YouTube is... For, a, it was for shitposting. It, yeah, now it's a media YouTube platform. YouTube was for shitposting, and now YouTube has become, like, a... It, and here we go, back at it again with the socialism, but it, it's become a corporate tool for, like, big networks. Yes. For, like, big YouTuber networks, big, and YouTubers who are basically brands, and then also, like, late-night shows, like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, it's a, it's a media platform at this point. Another one, Stephen, Col- Stephen Colbert. 
I told Zig a long time ago that I felt like YouTube was like public access TV, right? Like back in like the late 80s and the, no, like late 70s to all the way to like the mid 90s before cable TV was a thing, you, depending on the area that you lived in, you would have like local programming, right? And like Jed from down the street was able to like have a public access TV show where he talked about Star Wars for like fucking 25 minutes or whatever, right? And like you, and that's what YouTube was in the B and kind of still is, right? Like you know, white supremacy for an hour and a half but that's besides the point or you can watch so mixed bag yeah yeah exactly right because it's public access tv anybody can have a fucking youtube channel right and yeah and corporate america recognizes the fact that you know our generations are moving away from traditional programming because of its like vapid nature and like it in yeah. how like yeah it's lack of and we're like if we're gonna watch something that's like completely void of substance it's gonna be llamas with hats or a salad thing <laughs> or 10 hours of the one llama didn't have substance at first and then overall it started having a story by like episode 12 it just the guy loki got depressing so i think first four llamas with hats exist in their own little exist in their own bubble right. separate from the rest of the llamas with hats even like Charlie the Unicorn, right? Like, oh damn it, they stole my kidney! <laughs> that shit had absolutely no fucking purpose, but that's why we loved it, right? Because it wasn't trying no. to be like anything. It was just there. Like, I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like now, after Vine, after Vine has like disappeared, that niche has been like very much so upheld by like TikTok, but not yeah. by like the big TikTokers, but there's like a very specific breed of people that range from about 10,000 to a little under a million that make these sort of like short con that make like short form funny based content. And a lot of times you can find like short form funny based content, yeah. even for like your very specific niches. Yeah. Like for example, TikTok account I was looking at today, John Mayer Lover 3000, I think that's what his username is. What the he did this one video. The great username, by the way. He did this right. one like video where he was like the people no, who listen to the Smiths like, and then it was him doing a Morrissey accent, saying something like, "If you ever eat the pepperoni pizza, if you ever yeah. eat the pepperoni pizza." I've gotten onto a certain side of TikTok that a lot of times is like very niche content relating to a lot of like traditional 80s to 90s goth music. Oh, that's I wild. love goth music. That's a wild niche TikTok. One of the, all right, your algorithm. You can't drive yet, right? You're not driving yet. That's the biggest thing. No, he's 14. Because in, on no, 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 14. you can actually like find more specific content relating to stuff that you're actually interested in. And to for better or for worse, the algorithm can really start to pick up on things yeah. and actually show you the content you're interested in. Yeah. yeah. No, TikTok has a really good algorithm for that. Uh, Spotify as well has a really good algorithm for that. Facebook's is decent. Facebook is more geared towards showing you shit that'll piss you off because they think that like anger increases engagement. Um, it does. Oh, no, because it does. I've also seen this on Twitter. Um, oh, it's 100% on Twitter. 
hundred percent on Twitter. But like, especially with the um, uh, I guess topical. I'm gonna throw that there's a ninety percent chance y'all have talked about this already. The OnlyFans sexual content ban. We haven't gotten there yet. No, we did talk we about this previously. We no, talked we, about this, this way back. So that I say that after you've done that segment. Well, we talked about this months ago, right? Like, because I keyed into this like a couple of months ago, back when it was just a rumor, and now it's officially being announced. Because apparently people legitimately steal our stories. We are being stolen. They're, they're just trying to turn it into Patreon. But overall, I've seen that a lot of people who were like, this again plays into the whole thing that I've seen that like just keeps coming up, that nobody thinks we can treat sex workers as humans. Yo, it's it's so true. Nobody wants to look at like porn stars and like sex As, like, workers a human? and cam girls. Yeah, because it's like you oh, you get paid for selling pussy. And I'm like, nigga, you're just mad cause your Twitch stream ain't popping like that. <laughs> it's a, I stole that tweet. It's always the people. Like I look at them, I go, I'm like I see them say something like I don't know, Pizza Hut's hiring. I don't know, I need to think of some place. You know, yeah. if you use a cam site to launch a Twitch stream, I'm though. I'm at the Pizza Hut, I'm at the Taco Bell, I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Boom, there's another obscure reference. We, we have, right. Neil Cicerigo <laughs> was on that playlist. Gotta talk about him, gotta talk about Lemon Demon. But, like, it's always, it's always people who have, like, it's, it's like people have basketball profile pictures. I'm not coming for NBA Twitter here. NBA Twitter stands. Please. NBA no Twitter is is so good. It's so it's good. With like sports players in their profile pictures or very specific animes, and they always have like a shitty Twitch stream. Where Hold on, you forgot one. Any of the following. You forgot one. A Fire Emblem unit. Uh, yo. <clears throat> it's. Look, let's keep it real, right? It's the same niggas that is paying for OnlyFans that are like, I would never pay for an OnlyFans, right? Or... Literally. Yo, like, I hate... I... Okay. I don't think it's simping to pay for a fucking OnlyFans. One. Two, I don't think that... As an avid Pornhub user, right? Like, tube sites are kind of like, if you're not gonna pay the bitch for her fucking, like, nudes and shit, like, so, as a nigga who just said, if you're not going to pay the bitch for her fucking nudes, like, <laughs> let's keep it a whole ass band. You can see that I'm not pulling no fucking punches here, right? Like, if you like shorty like that and you want to see her nudes, then pay $3 for it, right? There's a certain level of irony of having 18 plus content and a 14 year old guest on the show. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. God damn it. You shouldn't even be on OnlyFans, Joe. What are you doing? You see, but the thing is, is Kellen's been on Twitter for what, four years? Approximately. You've been fucked hours. from the get go. Ayo, age gates don't work, and they've never worked. They haven't worked since 95. What do you mean? Okay, so this is the thing I wanted to ask you. So, with all of these ridiculous old-school internet videos, this is not comedy that we typically see often anymore. How do you think that these classic internet videos that influence mine and Doc's generation would appeal to the younger generation now, which has a different perception of what the internet is used for. Do you have a different perception of what the internet is used for? The internet is used for three things. 
looking at looking at videos, buying shit, and saying the worst possible things you could under the slight veil of anonymity. And porn. He's uh, there for That goes into videos. That goes into videos. The, right. <laughs> the videos are a very like broad thing, but it's always like dot mp4 dot. What's the other? video thing. Alright, he came at it from an angle I didn't expect. Isn't it like wave, like dot wave? No, dot wave is an audio thing. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Dot wave is like the files that are used in GarageBand for loops. Isn't it like dot MOV or something like that? I'm pretty sure it's dot MOV, and then it was, and then there was like dot WMV when Windows Movie Maybe that's what I was thinking of, yeah. called was a thing, but that isn't anymore. If you if anybody like downloads videos on onto their computer, anybody who even cares slightly about being able to load them in time just uses VLC Media Player, which doesn't even have its own separate uh, file extension. Do you know how I actually? You know how I actually watched the uh, the Joker movie? How? Oh. Pornhub. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. You can like legit find like new movies that people just post on Pornhub. Okay. I'm gonna say one oh, more thing. Do, because there was something that like at some point they were like, ah, oh, you have to get verified now. You wanna post anything? Yeah, yeah well, I think it Well you shouldn't be posting anything on there, Kelly. Oh, okay. So <laughs> well, I wasn't saying that I am, I'm saying uh, that I'm like I've seen the I'm, I'm, I'm oh, we're so, so gonna get canceled. Right. I was gonna say, I'm gonna say one more thing about Pornhub, and then I am done talking about Pornhub with a 14 year old. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a Minecraft video on there the other day. Please, everyone, keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. Or less. They have Minecraft videos. Please, please very specifically last. Right, because. Because if you can put Minecraft videos on Pornhub, like, the whole internet is just... <laughs> the internet is the best and worst thing to have ever happened in humanity. It really is, though. I just think about all the time, like, if you could travel, if I could travel to an Old West saloon and tell people in the saloon about the internet... <laughs> what do you mean? The saloon owner's Jack Dorsey. <laughs> or... You walk into... Two cowboys walk into a saloon. The bartender's Jack Dorsey, what the fuck? <laughs> Could you imagine going to an old English pub in like the dark ages and describing the fucking internet to them? You would get burned at the stake immediately. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I I went to the Udar Hazy yesterday, talked to this about talked to Zig about this. But I went to the uh, Air and Space Museum near Dulles, not the one in the Museum. Ball. Here we go, we, we we this is DMV talk. And uh, I was over at the space exhibit with my brother and dad, and we were talking overall about like, you know, the advancement of technology because there was like they had like one of those big ass computers there, and then we were sort of talking about like how much technology has advanced over the time and how there's like certain magnitudes of like how the computers they were using when Discovery took off to the personal computers like in the '90s to you know a cell phone that, that, that there's magnet there's like certain levels that you have like very steep jumps from them and all of those things have so wait. existed within like 50 years of each other there's so levels like, to this shit you and i know wow okay okay so no it does i like, will take several seats i know so from i feel where you're coming from though because 
I think about this shit all the time. We made a huge advancement from steam engines to like the 1950s, right? So like from the advancement, like so from the industrial era to the 1950s, there's like a huge like, I guess, streamline of technology that leads us to like, you know, automobiles and microwaves and stuff like that. And then from... Through very specific things, but yes. Yes. I yeah. don't, I don't, how, how'd you get from like, how'd you go to cars and microwaves? Well, <laughs> they both give you cancer. <laughs> I'm thinking about like convenience, right? Like we went from oh, like, God. you know, horse and buggies and like fucking brick oven stoves and shit like that to being able to, you know, go 30 miles an hour to and cooking your food in like five minutes. You know what I mean? Like TV dinners and yeah. shit like that. I mean, shit, you have an air fryer over there. Right, yeah. So, but that's what I'm that's getting to, fryer. right? So if you look at like... Four minutes. I've actually seen like cup noodles are like the fastest thing that you can make in the microwave and they're all, and they, only, they only ever take like two to four minutes. Like the very specific ones that I get that are like slightly bigger, they, I get them at Costco, believe it or not. And I'm like, if you're really good, gonna get Costco sized cup noodles, that's what they would look like. They're called Tenkatsu, pretty dope. Yeah. But, so they take like four minutes to make and then they're like already hot and steamy. And then they have like sauce packets in there. You just throw some of the soup based sauce packet and a little bit of sriracha because if you're like me, you put sriracha on literally everything you eat. Put that shit on everything. Hot enough to burn your mouth off. We called it by the way, Mambo sauce is the next sriracha. Hey, look, I'm already, you already know how black culture do, but that's besides yeah. that. It gets stolen by white people? <laughs> All the time. Uh. Oh, this actually brings me to a really interesting tweet that I'm just gonna like, we're gonna bring this up, talk about it for a minute. People, I saw somebody talk about, this was, people talk, this was on, on a TikTok about Robot Rock by Daft Punk very specifically. Somebody said that the reason, that the reason they liked Daft Punk so much is because they were black, and a lot of times Daft Punk steals black music. Ooh. And this Ooh. gets all into the sampling debate. What is sampling and what is not? Use black music so selfishly. So I use it, make myself wealthy. Hey, there's a concept that works. About a million other white rappers merge. <laughs> Look, um, it's yeah, not. Daft Punk isn't even the bet. Isn't even like. It's not even like because the thing is they make. They also still make their own stuff, and also Daft Punk is still really influential on the culture. I mean, think about influential it. Influential enough for Kanye West to steal from him? What, was it I'm a God? Okay, so I've been listening to Yeezus recently because I was like Kanye, Kanye Donda, potentially, and I was like listening to it, and I'm like, Yeezus is definitively, definitively my favorite Kanye album solely for production. But like, wow. Okay. Like, What's your favorite Kanye album? Wow. No, but okay, I bet you were so, all gonna have different answers. No. Wow. Kellen blew my mind just now, yo. So be no, because you're saying production-wise, right? And I think Kanye's greatest production to date has probably been Watch the Throne. Okay. But yeah, I can see that. But but if we're talking singular Kanye album. My twi- my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I think is Kanye's best album ever, dog. Like, oh, so this is your so this is your like my computer. Okay, my my favorite Kanye album is Graduation. So I'm not saying I knew it. I called it. I called it. I was thinking to myself, Zig's favorite Kanye album is definitely gonna be Graduation because I've known this man for long enough to know that. 
if the U is gonna have a favorite, it's gonna be Graduation. What's your favorite song off of Graduation? That one actually kind of changes a lot. I I really like Good Morning, but I like actually yeah. But Stronger is such a banger, yo. Like <laughs> Graduation's my second favorite because I think each of the Kanye albums have their own strengths. Like Watch the Throne is a really good collaboration album, and I say Kids Kids See Ghost also applies. Yeah, Watch the Throne has Jay Z. Yesterday, <laughs> Kids See Ghost final, and I'm like at Target. What the hell? But Damn. no, Kids See Ghost and and Watch the Throne are very strong collaboration albums. Jesus has really good production and can also stand on its own. Hold My Liquor is also really good. I mean, it has Chief Keef on it in the sense, but not like in a like Chief Keef sound. It's, it's crazy. I think I mean, Yeezus is a very good. I think Yeezus is a good industrial album, right? Like that's why he, yes. that's why he was going with that whole like '90s like rock T-shirt aesthetic and stuff like Yeezus that. Is is like the Nine Inch Nails. Of that's the one that my brother was telling me. Like that's yeah. what he heard Kanye producing. Yeah, it's like Nine Inch Nails type music. And the, and yeah, and that's exactly what Yeezus was. But I think if we if we're talking about like the album Kanye really put his foot in, that is definitely my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, son. Like Kanye, I, I really did like Life of Pablo. Wow. <laughs> Okay, I, all right, there's like four songs on Life of Pablo I like. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is the album that is like Kanye at, at like his peak because he was like, I'm going to go to Hawaii, I'm going to exile myself, and then I'm going to make this album. But if, you, if you're looking for the album that is the most Kanye in the sense that he did all these things, I feel like that's the best example. Yeah. The thing is Kanye doesn't have a bad album. No. Objectively. No. Like, and Heartbreak says stuff. All the, anyone, I could see anybody saying that Late Registration is my favorite. Oh, well, Jesus is my favorite. Life of Pablo. College Dropout is the one I hear the most. Is, that's the thing. All of these albums are really good and have their own, like, specific... 808s and Heartbreak and sucks. have their own claims, except for Jesus is King, which is just good. I was getting ready to say, what do you think about Jesus? Do you think Jesus is King is good? I think it's like overall as an album. I'm not a huge gospel person because I'm not religious, duh. But it's like as an album, it's good. It has good production. It seems care. It seems in character for Kanye where he is now. I mean, it's not like it's 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 not like it's specifically terrible. It's it's not like nigga it's closed bad. on Sunday though. Closed on Sunday. Sunday. You my Chick-fil-A. It's good. I said that it was as an album, as a collection of songs. It's good. The thing that I find the most interesting is that when he talked, when he was talking about the life of Pablo, he described life of life of Pablo as a gospel album with a lot of cussing. I could see that though. I I can I mean, see. Listen to Ultralight Beam. Listen to like the first twenty seconds right. of it and tell me that isn't a gospel album. Yeah. No. And yeah. And Father Stretch My Hands. Like yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Who I can't remember what it's the name gospel. of the the song on Saint Pablo is, but it starts with, "You want to know a little something about my life isn't and that, how good he's been to me?" Isn't that Stretch My Hands? Part. One, I think. Yeah. If young Metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot, shoot you. you. 
Alright, but to reel it on back to the main topic at hand. Bring it back. Kellen. This is why we need an onset producer. So, what of these videos on this playlist, which ones do do your peers know of any of them? More or less ubiquitously. Models with Hats has become a thing that me and a lot of people in my friend group have referenced multiple times, constantly. I think a lot of us have seen Yu-Gi-Oh! some amount of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge and just subconsciously reference it. I feel like the Llamas with Hats is the one that's really stood out, but I think that might just be my friend group. There's a very specific group of, like, people who were born, like, at the beginning, everyone who's at, like, the beginning of Gen Z will probably recognize them and be a lot more in tune with them, but people who are on, like, later to the middle uh, probably aren't as in tune with them. But I don't know. When I think of early internet to myself, to, like, what I find as the early internet, I think of, like, Vaporwave in the, like, 2000 thing where, when people were just, like, putting neon colors everywhere, yep. Japanese text, bust of ancient Greek people, and young Lee. And this picture of Tom. Yo, I'm so into that. That's what. So when Zig brought up early internet culture, that's what I would like. Windows 95 is what I was thinking yeah. about. Like that's the. I feel like vaporwave is the best internet culture. Whatever we define as internet culture, I think the vapor. When everybody was obsessed with vaporwave, that was the best we've ever gotten to a real internet culture. And I feel like because that's also, but it's also the most compelling to me. Because it's like, it has a very distinct style of fashion, style of music, a very specific set of lingo and aesthetics, and it's just like, it's cool. The aesthetic is so, it is very like, intro internet. It's mid-90s aesthetic. It's, like you said, the neon colors. It's very like, bold and like, I don't want to say brash, but like, in your face kind of like graphic design right because they're yeah, sort of no, it, no it, it's very much in your face the thing is that that aggro? is like a very specific thing that introduced a bunch of a, a whole generation of children who played runner that's that if yeah. you want to go down a pipeline of cyberpunk media it all starts with vaporwave but yeah and also like people who will people will like see Arizona green tea cans and just chuckle to themselves and you'll be like, what's so funny? It's an Arizona green tea can and they'll be like, ah, you just had to be there. Yo, people are literally wearing t-shirts and shoes and shit with like that old paper cup like yep. pattern on it. And it's like, that was on paper cups and shit. And people are paying like $80 for t-shirts yep. with that shit on it, son. And it geeks me out because I want one. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Listen, I, I've, I went on Arizona's website and I looked at some of their merch. Shit is hot. Their bucket hats. I mean, they, they did a collaboration with Did Adidas. you just say hot? It's so good. I'm sorry. It is did you, did you just Did you just say hot and bucket hat together? Yes, I am a bucket hat person. Hey, yo, no, I feel him. When he said Arizona got bucket hats, I was like, oh, fuck, let me find the sweet tea one, yo. Like, yeah, the thing is, it, I like bucket hats because, but also because that's kind of because I'm obsessed with the whole like drain gang. This actually really plays into it. There's two sides of this there's the people who stick exclusive to the vaporwave, and then there's like early SoundCloud Lil B 
Clams Casino influenced shit. Oh God, Clams like Casino! A I ain't heard bunch that of name. Rappers from Sweden, and it's really good. Like Echo Two K, Blade with two E's, Young Lean, Young Sherman, Ty Boy Digital. I'm probably forgetting some amount of people. It's members of the Sad Boys and Drain Gang Collective, but like they they took they kind of took it to an art form. I feel like the the thing is it's very essential to the aesthetics and it's kind of underappreciated. No, well, I love the whole like trap wave aesthetic, son. Like that's my whole yeah. like Ryan Celsius, all Actually, that shit. Wait, wait. Have you ever seen the music video for Ginseng Strip 2003 by Young Lee? No, I don't think I have. I mean, I'm I might have. Okay. No. Okay. Listen, y'all should watch that because it very much plays into what it very much like defines what I find to be interesting about the 2013 vaporwave aesthetic of the internet. Okay. Of at the time. That, that's like the most exemplary. Very I specific. I'll definitely have to check that out. Hey, but Zig is telling me we gotta wrap things up here. Because so. we still haven't said a single word about Afghanistan. <laughs> oh no. And we oh, did no, hit the two-hour mark. To one thread or less. Yeah, yeah. No, oh no is right. So, Ayo, thank you for checking in with us. Never win with that. Yeah. Always respect for our number one fan and our Zoomer correspondent, hey, Kellen. I'll add them. They at Sonyanatra. There you go. And follow we will catch TikTok. you. Don't follow me on Twitter. I don't post on Twitter. Uh... <laughs> follow him on yeah. Follow them on TikTok. I make good TikToks if you like TikTok. If yes, you they don't do. like TikTok, then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yo, your TikToks is definitely wild. Follow them on TikTok. And thank you again for checking in with us. Bye. Until next time, my dude. Be safe. Deuces. Peace. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Time to talk about it is time to talk about it.